You're listening to Race Towards Health, a podcast from the Health Equity Council at the National Association of Chronic Disease Directors. Race Towards Health examines a broad range of topics connected to achieving health equity, including discussions on the impact of race on our nation's health. Please visit chronicdisease.org to find other Race Towards Health podcasts or for more information about NACBD's work on racial justice and health equity. Good afternoon. My name is Valerie McAllister from the Virginia Department of Health, and I am the chair-elect of the NACDD Health Equity Council. I am happy to be with you today along with Dr. Christine Andrews. The Health Equity Council is a member-driven council. The National Association of Chronic Disease Directors works to improve the health of the public by strengthening state-based leadership and expertise for chronic disease prevention and control in states and at the national level. This includes a commitment to addressing health disparities and promoting health equity. In addition, NACDD strives to be a catalyst to grow state capacity to address upstream factors with other sectors. The Health Equity Council connects members working to promote health equity for knowledge sharing, brainstorming, problem solving, and best practice dissemination. The HEC works to identify issues that make it difficult to close the gaps in health status and works towards solutions by partnering with state health departments, national organizations, and federal agencies to to serve as a collective voice. I am excited that Dr. Christine Andrews will be joining us today to talk about building a racial equity culture. Welcome, Dr. Andrews. Thank you for having me. For for my first question, I want to ask you, can you please tell us about your work and what you do? Sure. Um, I am the Director of Youth Development at Child Trends. Child Trends is a nonprofit research think tank based in Bethesda, Maryland, and we focus on issues that directly impact children, youth, and families. I'm also the um, Director of Racial Equity in Research at Child Trends, and in that capacity, I am working to ensure that both in our research, in our organizational infrastructure, in our communications, we are censoring racial equity in everything we do. Thank you for that. So, so how did you get involved with promoting racial equity culture within the organization? That's a great question. <laughs> so I think I initially um, began my work in racial equity at Child Trends when it became apparent to me that although we had always been shining a light on vulnerable populations, always thinking about disaggregating data and looking at racial subgroups, we weren't very intentional, or at least not consistently intentional, about thinking how or about explicitly naming um, structural causes, root causes, and um, being explicit about what those factors, how those factors influence the outcomes that we were seeing. So we were doing a very good job of noting disparities, but not a very good job consistently of trying to unpack that 
and think about what are the um, structural causes that might play into why we're seeing these effects on our black and brown children in the city. Uh-huh. And so it became really important to me that we shifted our work to be um, more explicit and not run from that. And I think that journey started for me personally about six years ago at Child Trends. So that's a big word, race, equity, culture. Can you define that for us? Yeah. Um, so to me, a racial equity culture first requires intentionality and effort. And I think it also means that you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? I think yeah. sometimes it stirs doubt, it stirs discomfort, and you have to be willing to lean into that. Um, a racial equity culture to me is one that is really focused on being proactive about um, countering some negative narratives that are rooted uh-huh. in racial inequities, both inside and outside of your organization. So both internally as our organizational infrastructure, taking a a really reflective look, but also thinking about the work that we do. And again, putting in that intentional effort to um, really think about the practices, the programs, the processes, the behaviors, um, all of those things make up the racial equity culture. And it's both internal for the organization as well as for the work that it does externally. So how do we know what measures, how do we know if we're making progress towards racial equity culture? We have the intention, but how do we know if we're making progress? Yeah, that's that's a challenging question because it really is a journey. Um, it is an ongoing journey. And I think you know you're making progress when you see a growth in commitment, <laughs> when you see uh-huh. a growth in knowledge, when... Um, you're building capacity internally of analyzing racism, analyzing racial racial equity. Um, when you are thinking about representation within your organization, when you are building a culture that really values inclusivity at your organization, so those are some concrete measures of seeing a change or seeing progress along this continuum in this journey is are we noticing that the way our organization and our programs operate have taken a a, a turn towards increasing inclusivity, increase, increasing representation, and being even more skillful and critical in our analysis of race or racism in the work? So you talk a lot about the programmatic piece of it. But can we truly have a culture that is equitable without having a total change in our system? You know, it's like, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> um, yeah, right. That's that's the conundrum. I kind of want to say both and, right? I don't know that mm-hmm. there is, they have to happen at the same time. And it's acknowledging that there will be challenges of uncertainty of where and how to start. But just start anyway, right? Even if there is some uncertainty, even if there is the fear of saying or doing the wrong thing, um, you're getting nowhere if you don't begin the journey. Um, I think it's also a a space of reflection of your personal biases 
that we all hold, right? Nothing, no judgments there. Everyone uh-huh. holds um, uh-huh. personal biases, but getting yes. an awareness of that and thinking about how may I be inadvertently perpetuating um, structural racism, inadvertently um, contributing to a negative narrative. Um, and I think there requires a, a great deal of patience um, yeah. because this is such an evolving space of work. And we are going to make mistakes along the way. So it's a commitment to stay the course. It's a commitment to being accountable, both at the individual and at the organizational level. And then if you're in such a position that you are holding power, either individually or as an organization, where are there places where you can seed power? Where can you share power? Where can you make sure that you are um, using the platform that you have to elevate voices that may otherwise be unheard? Uh-huh. Well, we look at the, the country and sort of the current dichotomy that's happening in our country. And how do we even begin conversations? How do we, uh, with so much divergent thought, you know, how do we keep it going forward? Yeah, we are not, um, we, we have to deal with the cards we've been dealt. And this is not uh, the easiest environment. Talking about race is is hard, but it's necessary. Um, and again, I repeat about the fact that it's a journey, and it really starts with that personal reflection, the acknowledgement that everyone has a racialized identity, and that identity has a major impact on the person's life, and is really defined race in this American culture is such a defining social construct that it is impossible to ignore. So despite the um, difficulty of our environment and the context that we, we are living in, it's about interrogating assumptions. And it's about, um, honestly, it's about a lot of grace. Right. You have to mm-hmm, give mm-hmm. people um, that flexibility and grace to make mistakes and um, keep pushing forward. Um, and I think finding allies in this work so that you yourself are not exhausted and um, overwhelmed is going to be really important if we're going to start seeing um, progress in our country in this conversation. Um, it's hard. And I think you have to normalize that for folks. You have to say, this is going to be hard. Are you ready to do some work? Because it's not easy. Um, And I I think that's what it takes. And and do you think sort of um, that we can do that without sort of the blaming and guilt piece of it with our allies? Yeah, I think we have to be, um, I think it requires some training to not fall into the shame and blaming. Um, I think that could be, defaulted and could be what happened if, um, you know, this is not conversations that can be had without some strong guidance and facilitation. So it doesn't um, become a grenade, right. And really blow up things. Um, But it takes, um, I think it takes facilitated conversation so that it is um, productive and not a um, shaming or blaming um, dialogue. Thank you so much, Dr. Andrews. It has been great speaking to you and really talking to us about sharing your excellent advice for practical steps for creating a racial equity culture. Um, Do you have anything else to add before we end? Um, 
I think I would just conclude by saying that this is hard work, but I remain optimistic. I think that we are in a time of um, reflection as a country. And I think now more than ever, there is both the um, permission and the urgency to do this work. And I just encourage folks to begin somewhere. Don't be intimidated by the enormity of it, but just start. Thank you for that. I think that's something we can hold on to, optimism. Thank you very much, Dr. Andrews. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Race Towards Health, a podcast series from the Health Equity Council at the National Association of Chronic Disease Directors. Visit chronicdisease.org to find other Race Toward Health Equity podcasts or for more information about NACD's work on racial justice and health equity. You can also see links to our state resources and credits in our episode description. Till next time.